Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. For years, my husband and I lived in a large home with a gigantic kitchen. Not only did our kitchen have an entire wall of cabinets and a big fridge, but we also had two large pantries and a second, smaller fridge for drinks. It was just the two of us living in the house, so we had all the space in the world to store stockpiles of groceries. When we moved into our RV for our cross-country excursion, I knew that it would be a big adjustment for multiple reasons. One of the biggest, though, was that we would be downsizing our kitchen to a couple small cabinets for dishes, a miniature fridge, and a small overhead cabinet that we affectionately called our pantry. We recently relocated again, this time to an apartment. And while the kitchen is bigger than the RV, it's still nowhere near as big as our house's kitchen. I've had to create some new habits around these smaller kitchen spaces. So whether you're moving into a smaller home or you're just going a little nuts in your current home, I hope that today's tips can help you function better in a tiny kitchen. The first tip is to plan your meals. And no matter what size your kitchen, planning your meals is one of the best ways to keep your kitchen organized and free of clutter. When you're in a smaller kitchen, it's essential. In a larger kitchen, you can stock up on staples when they go on sale in the hopes that you'll use them up someday soon. If you have a tiny kitchen, you don't have that luxury. Because storage is at a premium, you need to make sure you use up items as quickly as you bring them in. The easiest way to do that is to plan your meals. If you have items in your cabinets, plan your meals around the items you want to clean out. Whether it's boxed rice mixes or cans of vegetables, search online recipes that can help you use those ingredients in a timely manner. The next tip is to shop twice a week. While we were in our house, I would plan my meals once a week. On Sundays, I would sit down, write out seven meals for the week, make a grocery list of all the ingredients we needed to make those meals, and then grocery shop one time that week. I'd also add items that were on super special to my list and stock up on those items when they were on sale. My pattern has changed slightly now that we have a significantly smaller amount of storage in our kitchen. Instead of meal planning and shopping once a week, I now do it twice a week. By doing this, I only have three or four days of ingredients in my kitchen at a time. We still save money by eating most meals at home, but I break up the week into two planning and shopping sessions. The added bonus to shopping twice a week is that I can occasionally take advantage of extra savings. When I shop on the weekends, I might see an unadvertised in-store sale happening that I can plan a meal around later in the week. When I return for my second shopping trip, I grab those sale items knowing that I now have room for them in my cupboards or fridge. There are also a couple stores here locally that when the flyers come out on Wednesdays, they run the sales from the previous week as well as the current week. So you get double ad savings. So if you have that going on in your area, you might want to add Wednesday as a shopping day to your schedule. Now we're in the middle of our tips. So I do want to thank today's sponsor, Sock Club. Are you looking for the perfect gift solution this holiday season? Look no further than Sock Club, a sock of the month subscription that'll send you one pair of quality American-made socks straight to your door every month. My Sock Club pair of socks this month was a super cute pair of camp socks. And when I say super cute camp socks, picture blue socks with tan lining. They're made out of yarn. They look like wool socks. They look cozy like you'd be wearing them around a fireplace. They are so stinking cute. Now, these socks are all designed in Austin, knit in North Carolina, and made from cotton sourced in the American Southeast. Every month brings in brand new, never-before-seen design. Sock Club offers gift subscriptions for men, women, and children, and you can print off a membership, which is perfect for all you last-minute holiday shoppers. You can check all those hard-to-shop-for people off your shopping list today straight from your device, but 
please don't sock shop and drive. Go to sockclub.com and get 15% off using promo code CEO at checkout. Give a delightful experience. Give comfy feet each month. Give Sock Club this holiday season. Again, that's sockclub.com and use promo code CEO at checkout to get 15% off. Now let's get back to the other two tips. The third one is to ditch the packaging. No matter what size your kitchen, I would really encourage you to ditch the boxes that many food items come in. Rice, cereal, granola bars, and more, they take up significantly less space in your cupboards when they're out of the box. I like to use sealed storage containers to store items in my kitchen. For things like rice, I use clear boxes with chalkboard labels. Immediately when I get home from shopping, I pour the rice from the store packaging into my containers. This way, I know exactly how much I have in my cupboard, and it looks much more neat and tidy. Now, granola and breakfast bars can take up a lot of space if they're kept in their individual boxes, especially if your family requires multiple flavors like mine does. If you remove them and store them in a long basket, you can immediately see how many you have left. Pick the one that you want to eat that day and know when it's time to buy more. You can't do that with any food you keep hidden in cardboard boxes. The final tip is to get creative with storage. When I was in our house with a gigantic pantry, I had the shelves stocked like a grocery store with lots and lots of boxes on one shelf, stacks of cans on another shelf, and an entire shelf dedicated to baking supplies. Since that was definitely not going to be able to happen in the RV, we started to get creative with how and where we stored food. One example of this is that we would store all of our fruit in a bag in our sink. When we would travel, the fruit would stay put, but when we needed to use the sink, we'd pull out the bag and be able to use the sink as we needed. In our apartment, we have enough room that we don't need to store food in the sink, thankfully, but you can be darn sure that we're using every other nook and cranny we have available. We have a large bowl on top of our fridge that we keep our fruit, and another that stores our potatoes and onions. We have many of our small appliances, like the crock pot, hand mixer, and food processor, stored on top of the cabinet so it keeps the cabinets open for food. We even have used the small space on top of our stacked washer and dryer, which are conveniently located in our small kitchen as well, or extra food items on occasions. If you have a tiny kitchen, you may even consider buying extra storage items like a rack of baskets to store fruits and vegetables, a small cart to store your pots and pans, or wall-mounted hanging shoe organizers to store prepackaged items. If you look up, look down, and look all around your tiny kitchen, you really may be surprised at how much storage space you can create. While having a big kitchen may seem like an enviable thing in a home, there are some advantages to having a small kitchen. It's much easier to keep it clean, you can get everything done without having to do laps around the big kitchen island, and you're less likely to buy duplicates and triplicates of kitchen gadgets, and I speak from experience on that one. Plus, it may be hard to believe, but I can attest that you can create the same meals in the tiniest of kitchens. This year, I proved that by hosting Thanksgiving dinner at our apartment. Tiny kitchens are nothing to be afraid of, so long as you invest a little planning and you get creative. Now, I do want to remind you that this is my last month as a domestic CEO. If you'd like to keep up with me and even see some examples of the meals I cook in my tiny kitchens or, you know, to keep up with me and my family, make sure to follow me on Instagram where I'm domestic CEO. That's where I post my updates of my personal adventures of being a business owner, a new mom, and a lover of all things domestic. Again, that's domestic CEO on Instagram. It should be pretty easy to remember because you've been listening to the domestic CEO show until next time. For one last time, I am the domestic CEO, helping you love your home.